Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, how are you doing today, my friend? You look fantastic. Have you, something looks a little different today, Dave. Have you been cleaning up around the house? The things look very tidy there. What's going on? Dude, I was doing some major vacuuming. My pal Hunter was in town last weekend, and he got a little messy. Oh, was I supposed to? Because he... <laughs> yeah, a little cheap uh, white powder joke there. There you go. We, we had to have some kind of segue to that. I wish we would have uh, recorded directly following the announcement of when that was, like almost a week ago now. About a week, yeah. And they found powder. Yeah. And uh, a couple of just the reactions have just been unbelievable. I, first off, you got to love the fact that he had the cojones. Yeah. At this point in time, yeah. with all the stuff coming out, he's bringing in a couple little baggies into the into the White House. Yeah. And I, I love that the, we got five different stories out of the White House within 48 hours. Totally, right? And I love the memes on this. Yeah. And, I, and, and then Don Bongino uh, lays down the, the, the pipes, basically. And for folks who don't know, Dan Bongino, now a, a podcaster and a newsman, he was a Secret Service agent. So he knows exactly what happens there. Yeah, he knows there's there's only one way this could this could have been brought through, and that's as as a family member because yeah. you, you got dog sniffing drug 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 yeah. dogs, you got the Secret Service, you got blah blah blah. So, um, hey, they're de- they are degenerates. They're degenerates. And Joe Biden is, yeah. a, is a complete a hole, and is, and shame on everyone for not realizing this. Child sniff, and- child sniffing trannies with coke in the West Wing and uh, seven times Biden vowed to restore quote integrity and decency to the White House. Well, then they found the cocaine. Uh, that's so much for that. He's just a putrid dish of, of uh, plasma junk. Uh, the whole family. <laughs> they, they are really a putrid family. They are. Just, just to sum up. So totally the, the wool's coming down. Everyone realizes it. Let's do a great uh, quickie seg- segue. So we got Poopy Pants Joe on the beach this last weekend because he spends half his time on vacation, right? Yeah. Great, great split screen. Donald J. Trump at UFC in Vegas. Yeah. Rocking the house with Dana. <laughs> yeah. The head of UFC. Yeah. Not only is he getting high fives, huge applause. I yeah. love the meet and greet with Guy Fieri from the Food Channel. And I know. Mel Gibson. Right. Yeah, forty thousand forty thousand people. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's amazing. I mean, can you imagine if Joe Biden had showed up there? He would have been booed out of the place. And these guys are all like high fiving Wahlberg, Guy Fieri, like Wahlberg, and like and uh, Joe Rogan, and all the rest of them. I mean, just incredible. I mean, it's just it just is more and more. Uh, evidence to show that the last election was completely rigged, and and Trump is the legitimate president. I mean, it's just Biden, Biden didn't get eighty one million votes. Come <laughs> I, on. I, I believe that hook, line, and sinker. I'm yeah, like, you know, would have my gullible here. Yeah, it's just becoming. You know, look, we're we've been awake for a long time, but I think it's becoming more and more clear to anybody just with even you know half of a pea brain that Biden has. Uh, yeah, half, maybe half a pea brain. Um, so another great segue. So we mentioned Mel Gibson. Yeah. Let's segue to the, the the film of the year, Sound of Sound of Freedom. Right. So, Mel tell people a bit, tell people a bit about the film because I think a lot of people may not know at home. So just quickly, it was number one. It's one thing people do tend to follow what's happening at the box office, but we told you about this film a few months ago because we've been telling you about Angel Studios, right? The, the people that produced the Chosen TV show, which is a runaway hit, right? Um, so this film, quick backstory, had been languishing. In the vaults for three years, it was produced out of Fox Studios, who had given it the light like four years ago. Right. They make this film for fifteen million. That fifteen million—that's about—that's what the the price of a Robert Downey haircut. 
right? Yeah, exactly. Disney, Disney buys this right. film because they bought Fox. So, and of course, Disney's full of pedos. They're not going to touch this thing. Right. Half the, half the executives at Disney, heaven forbid, uh-oh, we don't want this coming out. Right. So finally, Angel Studios, and actually Mel backed it up too, bought, re-bought this film from Disney to get the yeah. rights back. And yeah. that's why it finally came out now. Fantastic. Why has it been sitting for three years? And double double awesomeness. It yeah. destroys this woke nonsense BS Indiana Jones film. Totally. That uh, you know Disney has ruined another famous iconic character in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. This film, dude. And the subs and the subplot there in the Disney thing, by dude, before the purchase happened, was that Michael Iger, what's the new the the, the old president's name again? Who's now the well, CEO it was again? Eisner, now it's Iger. Robert Iger, Robert. sorry, Iger. He they attempted to basically suppress any mention of God in that film and that was directly from the ceo the current ceo former and now current ceo uh to this uh, creative creative guy who who came up with this movie and he basically said no we're gonna it, we're gonna do it and then it got done and then shelved and as you said the purchase and so forth yeah and i, I just you know we're, we're looking at 40 million dollars now it's going to finish out in probably the 70 million range and then go, yeah. of course blow up on uh, on video on demand the most important metric though dude is the return on investment for folks at home who don't understand the average hollywood production movie is two to three hundred million dollars a couple hundred million dollars they spend a couple hundred million more in marketing global stuff all the rest of it you're talking half a billion dollars for these big releases so the return on investment for them to get like a three four five x on that money that thing's got to return two to and a half billion dollars so we've already got like a 10x return on the on the on the the current movie that you're talking about yep. today as of today so as a, as a return multiple from a profit perspective it's even doing much better and the double the double sided of, of this whole thing which has to be brought up is of course the reaction from the lame lamestream media and the democrats you would think well can't we all get behind the fact that we do not want child trafficking going on for heaven's sakes but no so there was a, there was a barrage of negative um, comments, yeah, and, uh, voiceovers, and their CNN is bashing Caviezel. Oh, he's and they're bringing up all of this nonsense. Oh, he wants to drink blood and oh god, and, yeah, just this garbage. Yeah, that they spin out has not not in the film at all. This is a, a very true story of, a, of an actual agent right who went down this path that uh, yeah uh, uh, to save kids. The Biden administration is the biggest human trafficker in the history of the world. And these scumbags have the gall to get up there. And I know never, they never even saw this film. They're just making right. this crap up. And, uh, and that's what we have to contend with now. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part of the whole, you know, border, uh, cartel, funding, human trafficking. That's a part. And that's why this movie, Dave, is so important. And we got to push that. We'll push this out on our social channels right after the show. But, you know, this is a very, very hard film to watch, especially if you're a parent. Um, but you have to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it and you have to share it because uh, this is a massive problem at the border. If you think fentanyl is a big problem, what about the underage sex trafficking of minors? This is not just some ethereal thing in the newspaper. This is a very real issue and it can happen to anybody's kids can be picked up off the street in an unmarked white van in a prestigious wealthy neighborhood and boom, they're gone and they, they become part. It's the whole kind of taken movie, right? Uh, the Liam Neeson. It's, that's very, very real. That is very, very real stuff and it happens every single day. And, and aside the fact that there's now, what, 85,000 kids since Biden took over that they have no accounting for. They have no idea where they are. 85,000 young children spread yeah. across the U.S. Yeah. Uh, you know, pray for them. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, see the film if you can. So good for Jim Caviezel. Good for uh, 
good for Angel Studios. Maybe some of them are in Biden's basement. I don't know about that. I'm just oh. kidding. No. Hello. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to get knocked on YouTube again for that. Oh, we're already off. We killed that channel. That's how it's gone. I think more likely going to be on uh, Hunter's Lab. I just figure since he campaigns from his basement, you know, he probably wanted to surround himself with people. So, you know. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, get back down there, buddy. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, let's, let's bounce to some international action. Let's do it. So um, about oh, a year or so ago when Pisaki was uh, running the show there as the, as the PR lead over in the White hey, you know those cluster bombs that the Russia's got? Yeah, those are, those are really war crimes if they use them. Yeah. <laughs> no? Nah. <laughs> Not anymore. So uh, they gave the green light. So this is the war that will never end at this point. Right. Um, they used to call it a quagmire when Republicans are in charge. Right. Because Biden's in charge. No, we, we got to do this. We'll full, we'll full on ahead of this nonsense. Exactly. So this is escalating. Um, because they still want to protect their slush fund in Ukraine. Right, right. Uh, as much as possible. Uh, this is not going to help anybody. Yeah. You know, when I hear the word cluster, Dave, only one other word comes to mind after that word. I'm not sure about anybody else who's listening to the show, but that's just, that's exactly what the Biden administration is. It's a cluster, yeah. fill in the blank. Cluster, fill in the blank. And that is exactly what this administration is. A cluster, you know what. Well, the good news also is that a lot of the other European nations are, are pushing back. From Spain, yeah, uh, Germany. Uh, it's like they're saying, you know what? Uh, no, we're not on board with this one, buddy. You're on your own. Um, and the bottom line, though, is just this is just going to be more harm done to the civilians. Yeah, and this this won't move the needle one bit about about restoring peace over there. Yeah, um, and and at the same time. Biden's going. Well, we're kind of running out of ammunition. He actually admitted that the U.S., which we've talked about now for two years, yeah, that our military is so depleted. Yeah. And we're running out of ammunition, but that's okay. We, you know, let's keep sending our, our artillery ammunition to the Ukraine because why? I mean, for the life of me, Dave, I don't understand how we can send. Basically, it's death by a thousand cuts. There's been like, I think we talked about this in a previous show. There's been literally 44, they're not appropriations, but 44 ex essentially executive actions. And they basically send like 300 million each time. So I think we're up to something like a billion five. But each time they send like 150 million worth of Javelin missiles, and then another 150 million worth of Stinger missiles, and then the Hellfire missiles, and then and then pretty soon, guess what you got? You got Vietnam. You got a war. So that, that's how that's how we that's how we ambled into that last fiasco, and we're doing the same thing here. Yeah, on a much bigger scale. Yeah, obviously. Um, hey, let's bounce over to the Netherlands. Um, we've talked about this quite often about how. The scumbags that have been running the Dutch government, yeah. which are globalists tied into the WF, have been literally forcing small farmers oh, yeah. business. Right. Three, last count was like 3,000, and they're a breadbasket. We've talked, it's like amazing, a pretty small country. Yeah. If they supply so much food to everybody. Right. Uh, 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 ba, 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 ba. I wish I had a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dutch prime minister just took one up the you know what. His name is Mark Arut. R-U-T-T-E. Yeah. Um, he's gone. So he's been prime minister for far too long. He's a, he's a globalist scumbag. Yeah. And the, uh, his government has officially collapsed as of July 7th. Yes. Uh, and what was the number one reason? Restricting immigration. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Between that and trying to take away uh, the way uh, farmers uh, you know, operate. So thank you. Yeah. Way to go, people. This is how you do it, people. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dave, there's another companion story I have to bring to you from the Netherlands. Um, you're not going to like it. Neither are the folks at home. Headline, Washington Examiner, conservatives slam the Dutch after a biological male is crowned Miss Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Dave, this is, dude, this this country is far from perfect. I mean, this is serious problems. Let me just read you a couple of the Twitter quotes from the chain here. There are, quote, there are 8.7 million women who live in the Netherlands, and we chose this one. <laughs> it's like they chose one guy. <laughs> and here's another one. This is a little worse. This is a little harder because there's a picture. There's a picture on the left, split screen, picture on the left, visualize at home, people, uh, of the uh, overbite, uh, giant-eared man oh. saying he's a woman. Uh, and then next to him is, like, the woman who came second, and she is really attractive. Sure. And so the headline here from, the, from this Twitter guy is, like, if you think the dude on the left should be Miss Universe Netherlands instead of the woman on the right, take off your face diaper, put down the Ukraine flag, turn off CNN, and seek help because you're in a cult. <laughs> I just thought that was great. <laughs> I just love it when you can condense comedy and pictures into that little thing right there. Totally, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, so, well, you know, I was trying to give them a lot of praise, and now they, you know, they got work to get. They got work to do. They got work to do over there. Yeah, they're they're heading kind of in the right direction, though. So, yeah, uh, that's that's dude, good, great segue. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> hey, listen. Go ahead, you, have, you got what I got? Go. I do. No, I got. I got. I got another one. Just cut over to New York City. The town's so nice. They named it twice. I used to live there. I met my beautiful wife there. Um, so, a couple stories from New York City. First, uh, Fox News headline: New York City hotline to advise police on uh, Mayor Adams' plan to involuntary hospitalize homeless people. Have you heard about this, Dave? They set up a whole uh, program, uh, a eight hundred number, a hotline to advise him on how to, you know, what how to. What to deal if the police encounter homeless and so on and so forth? Zero calls. <laughs> like zero. <laughs> like absolutely zero. So they spent millions setting up this infrastructure for this uh, system, the call banks, the, the staff, all the rest of it. Uh, zero calls, right? That's story number one. Story number two, he's actually refloated an idea which got massive pushback a couple months ago. There's 60,000 illegal immigrants in New York City right now. It's costing the city $2 billion a year. Guess where he wants to house them? He wants to put them in public schools when the schools are not in session. He said there's 51,000 public schools in New York City, and he wants to use the gymnasiums to house them when summer, when it's summer recess. Good luck with that. Um, why do you still live in New York City? Anybody over there? Yeah, I don't understand. Why would anybody be in this toilet? Like, I mean, I left 12 years ago, whatever it was. It's just, what a toilet. It's like San Francisco, Phoenix, you know, take your choice. You're in a nice part of LA, Dave, well out of the chaos, but I mean, downtown LA, you know, just, these are toilets, people. They're absolute toilets. Why are you sitting around? Even the homeless that are camped out on the border between the city of LA and on Wilshire, Beverly Hills, all the Beverly Hills people are complaining. Like, what? just, just get out, get out, just leave. I think a lot of people are leaving San Francisco faster than New York, so I, I think maybe you know New York would be the next one to implode. Yeah. Um, hey, a uh, little back to some political news. Um, we have never mentioned this guy on our show, I don't think. Who's that? Uh, you know who's now number three uh, for the GOP is Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, Vivek, yeah. Yeah. Love this guy. Yeah. Um, and now he's neck and neck almost with Ron DeSanctimonious. Really? Neck and neck? Because Ron... Um, is he neck and neck with Chris Christie? But Chris Christie doesn't have a neck, so that's that's hard to do. He has so no neck, and he's yeah. still in line of Jack in a box. Today. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, love this guy. I and I think he's playing his cards exactly right. He's he's kicking butt, but guess what? He's being super nice to DJT. I think he's yeah. going to be in the cabinet in three years. Hundred percent. We've talked about this off off air many times. I mean, these many many people do this simply to take a dry run. They know they're not going to end up anywhere, but they want a cabinet position. They want to be an ambassador to somewhere, and this is how they do it. And uh, it works. It yeah, does work. Well spoken. Love. Love. I mean, just. 
great a great backstory about him. So love him. On the other, on the flip side, Ron, um, I like him. Great governor. We like him. He's he's running into a wall every everywhere he looks. He, yeah. His, his personality or lack thereof. Yeah. Is very apparent. He comes off very stiff and awkward a lot. Yeah. And um, I told the guy um, mentally because he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> I, I mentally told him, Ron. Wait four years, all right, buddy. Yeah, just yeah. Let, let things let, let. And sure enough, you know, we got to call. Where's it when you weigh the throw the white towel in? Like the fight's over already. Yeah, uh, throw it. Throw in the white towel. Yeah, yeah. Trump Wave the white flag. Trump's twenty points ahead in Florida. And then yeah, forty points ahead in most other states. Yeah. So, well, we talk about this all the time. It's like Biden is like un, Biden is not. He, a majority of Democrats do not want Biden to run. There's some woman who calls herself a life coach who's polling at 14% for the nomination. Like, I mean, but they won't even entertain it. It's just like, it's just like Kennedy. They won't even entertain them because the administrative state, just like they did with Joe, they have to install, not get elected, but install the candidate that can be controlled. And none of those folks can be controlled. Just like Bernie, same thing. Exactly. Um, hey, speaking of Bernie and his pals up there in Vermont, I got to I got to end with a delicious story. Yeah, this is going to be an ice cream. Story. Go for it. Um, hey, the socialists, a.k.a. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Oh, yeah. A long time now. I mean, there's plenty of other ice creams. I don't like to use that word boycott, but in this case, it fits. Yeah. So Unilever, obviously not listening to what's yep. happened to Target or Disney. They've now lost two billion dollars in market cap because Ben and Jerry's a big part of their, you know, they're in their Anglo right. multinational, company. and they couldn't care less because they got bought out and they got their big payouts from Unilever when they bought. So they don't care. Yeah. So, so keep avoiding. Just like Bud Light is, is still continuing to sink. Yeah. So the the scumbags. Uh, I don't know if it was Ben or Jerry or both. Whatever. Basically saying, hey, you know, you know, all all you you white people out there, we have to give our land back to the Native American Indians because we stole it from them, even though none of us were alive, you know, hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And yeah. Meanwhile, the, the great you've heard the the, the tag. Uh, to this is of course one of the tribes in vermont where they have their headquarters has said hey i'll, I'll take you up on that can you please give us back the land where your headquarters are at there buddy <laughs> is the chief of the oh gosh can i even pronounce this should i even try the kasuk abenaki nation there you go say, uh yeah uh you're talking a great story there we'll take your land first yeah you please hightail it out of vermont and yeah. we'll take over your headquarters well I, I, dave i mean i'm offended i'm one tenth kasuk in Milwaukee, so it's just be, be careful so it's you know you can move to Vermont and live on the third floor. It's of like the office. gal from uh, Massachusetts. What was she like? One tenth uh, Cherokee or something like that. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, exactly. Now the challenge with Unilever, I just quickly looked it up while you were talking. They do have a lot of personal care products, right? So we're going to have to be careful not to buy any Q-tips, Dove soap, uh, or Vaseline uh, in the near future. So all of those, right. yeah. There's a few jokes in there anywhere, but uh, we, we, we're going to have to watch out our purchases of some of those things. We'll start with the ice cream, avoiding that first. Q-tips, yeah. I mean, those really come in handy. So. Q-tips are tough q-tips are tough the generic q-tips are terrible because they bend all the time when, you, when they're in your ear so you need the that's why they have the patent they have the patent on the really stiff q-tip that's the whole thing that's why they still sell a lot dave always good to end on a q-tip note great to see you my friend and thank you so much folks for listening to our show this week uh we may be a little on and off over the next one to two weeks uh, a little bit of holiday time it's mid-july we're doing stuff but we hope to get back to you as soon as we can you'll find us on social media 24 7 at rant and rave 1776 and on every podcast platform we are out there uh rantandrave.us is our website and there you can find all the different platforms follow us on whatever works for you dave we will see you down the road on the right side.